Nationalist Rugby Leinster League Division 1B Five try Carlo deliver one of their best performances of the season. The score, Carlo 29 points, Longford 5. Carlo had one of their best Leinster League wins of the season at Oak Park on Sunday when they dispatched Longford by five tries to one in a 29-5 scoreline. Ironically, the win does a bigger favour for their near neighbours Tullow as they try to escape relegation territory than it does for the Oak Park side, who still lie third in the Division 1B table. Before the kick-off, Carlo lost veteran prop Larry McGrath in the warm-up and scrum half Isaac Daly earlier. Owen Edgehill moved from back row to prop instead of McGrath and did an effective job against the heavy Longford pack. For a change, Carlo started with a flourish and had a try within four minutes. A mall driven forward 25 metres was stopped deep inside the Longford 22. First the ball was spread to the right and then back across the pitch where Kayvon Brennan on the left ring ran in for a touchdown. For most of the remaining first half, the visitors dominated territory, but made error after error in their attempts to cross the Carlo line. They missed a very kickable penalty in the 14th minute. Carlo too were making costly, frustrating mistakes, including losing line-outs on their own throw-in in promising positions. However, in the closing minutes of the half, the home side broke up field and West Shirley stole a line-out on the Longford 22. This time the ball was whipped out to the left, where Brennan was stopped. But when the ball was recycled back across the field, a long pass found right-wing Callum Murphy in the clear, and he ran in for Carlo's second try. Neither of the first two tries were converted, but Carlo went into the interval with a 10-0 lead. In the second half, the Oak Park team cut down on the errors and took control of the game, scoring three good tries. For the first try, Wes Shirley got an intercept in his own half. Tracy and Moore and Johnny Murphy carried forward and fed Richard White, who ran in 25 metres for the try. Three minutes later, Shirley tried another intercept, which was deemed a deliberate knock-on, and he received a yellow card. For the second try, Richard White made ground up the middle. The ball was recycled to the left, where Sam Cullen got the touchdown after breaking a couple of attempted tackles. Shirley was hardly back from the sin bin when the referee yellow-carded sub-prop Cian Clark for not allowing a tap penalty player to travel 10 metres. In spite of being down to 14 men, Carlo scored another good try. Good work by sub-hooker Evan Gordon was helped further by the McDermott brothers before the ball went to Kayvon Brennan for his second try. Richard White converted two of the three Carlo second-half tries to put his side 29-0 ahead. Longford did manage to cross the Carlo line after getting a succession of penalties in the Carlo 22 in what turned out to be the last play of the match. Speaking after the game, coach Corey Carty said that this was the response that Carlo needed after last week's defeat to Wicklow. He was especially delighted with the performance of the younger players on the side. Players like Keen Clark, Alan Owens, Connor Tracy and Connor Moore stepped up to the mark. After our disappointing defeat in Longford, we owed them one in this return game. Longford did not travel with a seconds team to Oak Park on Sunday, so Carlo all-conquering J2 side got a walkover. Carlo's next game is away to league leaders Boyne and is scheduled for the 6th of February. 
The Carlo Clondalkin match postponed from the 9th of January 2022 has been rescheduled for the 20th of February. And the Carlo team, Richard White, Kayvon Brennan, David McDermott, Sam Cullen, Callum Murphy, Alan Owens, Jeff McDermott, Owen Edgehill, Connell Slater, Ross Byrne, John Lyons, Wes Shirley, Connor Moore, Johnny Murphy, Connor Tracy. The replacements, Evan Gordon, Kean Clark, Anthony Mannion, Cormac Murray, John White. Rugby Leinster League Division 1B. Big win for Tullow sets up crunch tie against Longford. The score, Clondalkin 13 points, Tullow 42 points. In two weeks' time, Tullow entertain Longford in what will probably be one of the most important games the club has played for many years now. At the moment, Clondalkin are doomed to automatic relegation, but the Slaney Siders, Mullingar and Longford are all tied on 20 points each, with Tullow having an inferior points difference. The second-last place team in this division plays a promotion-relegation match against the second-place team in Division 2A. With away trips to Boyne and Carlow still to come, there is no margin for error. On Sunday in Kingswood, an injury hit Tullow side did themselves no harm at all when leaving what is potentially a tricky venue with a handsome win and a four-try bonus point. It was badly needed from the previous week when we defensively made mistakes, agreed manager Morris Logue. Tullow have been shedding players with injuries all season. Marquee names like Keho Bloomfield and Jack MacDonald have been long-term. Before this game, Sean Doyle pulled up with a leg injury. Gareth Fitzgerald was also unavailable. Shane Rowan with serious leg injuries is gone for the season. Into the side came a young Jack Johnson. Cahal Bailey, the Grange footballer, has been playing well on the wing and Logue has nothing but praise for the team and those who are coming through. Cahal is doing really well. Jack had a super game at 12. He had one incredible carry and that settled him, enthused Logue. Tullow were 12-0 up early in the game with Stephen Smith and Jordan Leyburn scoring tries. Bailey also dotted down, while Paul Canavan converted a try and landed a penalty. The visitors led 20 points to 6 at the break. In the second half, Will Kelly clinched the bonus point when touching down. After that, Tullow were able to totally relax and played some super rugby. Three more tries followed from Willie Hollow O'Brien, Smith and Scott Callbeck. Right at the end, Clondalkin hit back for what was only a consolation try. It is all set up for a tense end of season battle. The Longford match could well define both clubs' season. We have to win. This is winner-takes-all on Sunday week, says an anxious Morris Logue. And the team? Tullow, Will Kelly, Cahill Bailey, Conor Lehan, Jack Johnson, Ryan O'Neill, Paul Canavan, Dylan Leyburn, Scott Colbeck, Aaron O'Byrne, Tom Cashin, Martin Cole, John Hanbidge, Willie Hollow O'Brien, James O'Brien, Stephen Smith. The subs, Jordan Leyburn for O'Byrne, Joe Waters for W. O'Brien, Tom Sullivan for Kelly, Louis Kilcoyne for Cashin. Soccer. O'Neill's.com LFA Junior Cup, 5th round. New Oak fly past Dublin Airport to reach last 16 of Leinster FA Cup. Article by Harry Shorthose. The score, New Oak Boys 3, Dublin Airport 0. 
Goals from Lee Walker, Dean Kelly and Cahal Gaffney gave New Oak a big win over Dublin Airport to progress to the last 16 of Leinster and become the last Carlo side standing in the outside competitions this season. And you wouldn't bet against them going further either, such is the run that the pawpish are on, such is the quality and the togetherness of the town side. They are now one win away from making it back-to-back Leinster quarter-finals after last season's competition being cancelled due to the pandemic. New Oak dominated throughout most of this game over a predominantly young side, and goalkeeper Keelan Gaffney was a spectator for much of the game. It was a physical game, with the hosts having to make two changes in the first half, and a fiery one too, with tempers flaring throughout the game and after the full-time whistle. Jordan Harmon could and probably should have put New Oak ahead as early as the second minute when Walker played him through from the left and threw on goal on the left-hand side on the edge of the box. He steered his shot just over the bar. Had it been on target, it would have been a certain goal. Three minutes later, Dublin Airport broke down the right-hand side and Gaffney came out to the edge of the box to dive low to clear the ball. The game slowed down slightly as both sides matched each other. 18 minutes in, Dean Kelly played through Lee Walker one-on-one with the Dublin Airport keeper, but Walker failed to control the ball properly, hitting it wide. Five minutes later, James McGrath found himself through on goal from the left, but blasted it over the bar. A few minutes later, a Dean Kelly effort was deflected wide, with Connor Byrne heading the ensuing corner from the left wide. With 12 minutes to go, a Dean Kelly free was sent into the box, but nobody could get onto it. The ball was played back in with a cross from the right, but Lee Walker couldn't get his head to it with shouts of a penalty. The ball was played back into Connor Byrne on the right-hand side just outside the box, but he shot well over. Just before the break, Graham Delaney hit an effort from the left into the keeper. Injuries forced the New Oak management into making two early first-half substitutions, with new signing Roy Byrne finally making his debut after that was delayed due to an injury in pre-season. New Oak continued where they left off after the break, and two minutes in, a Dean Kelly free was hit into the keeper, who fumbled it, and Delaney tried to knock in the rebound, but it was cleared off the line. Two minutes later, a Kelly corner from the left was hit wide by Delaney. Seven minutes into the half, New Oak got their first goal, Delaney setting Lee Walker through for the opener. Five minutes later, a Dean Kelly corner from the right found the head of Cahal Gaffney, whose effort was deflected away with the rebound going over the bar. Just after the hour mark, a Dean Kelly free kick from the left was cleared and played back to James McGrath, who blasted over from a distance. A few minutes later, Graham Delaney put a Dean Kelly free from the right wide. They were pushing, but couldn't quite break through. With 20 minutes to go, Jordan Brady's free for Dublin Airport was hit straight into Keelan Gaffney in goal. McGrath again blasted over from a Kelly corner from the left with 15 minutes to go. However, three minutes later, Connor Byrne got onto the end of a cross and tried to head it in, but it was saved and cleared into the path of Dean Kelly, who got the rebound away into the back of the net to double New Oaks lead. With five minutes to go, a James McGrath free from the right was hit into the keeper, but deflected away only into the path of Cahal Gaffney, who put the ball into the bottom right-hand corner to send New Oak through to the last 16. 
Dublin Airport went close late on, but Gaffney in goal dealt with it easily. A couple of late James McGrath corners threatened to extend the lead, but they couldn't make them count. Not that they needed them, as they progressed easily to the last 16. The New Oak team, Keelan Gaffney, Keen Dowling, Dylan Keatley, Cahal Gaffney, David O'Shea, Chris Birmingham, James McGrath, Dean Kelly, Lee Walker, Jordan Harmon, Graham Delaney, the subs, Connor Byrne, Roy Byrne, Jamie Murphy, Will Hayes, Lee Gordon, Daryl Coleman. Missed chances cost Kaleshin. Article by Tom Begley. The score, Kaleshin FC nil, Old County 4. Kaleshin will be left to wonder what might have been as they made their exit from the Leinster Junior Cup. Despite the scoreline, the hosts were well in the game until two goals in the last five minutes killed off the tie. Kaleshin's Kieran Hennessy had the game's first chance, but his shot on the turn from 10 yards was saved. Old County took the lead on 20 minutes when Callum Keane found the net. Kaleshin should have been level before half-time, but Hennessy was twice denied by good saves, as County held their lead into the break. Two minutes into the second half, and Kaleshin paid a heavy price for those missed chances, when Ashford Coughlin fired a low drive to the net for 2-0. Hennessy did finally get the ball in the net, but it was chalked out for a handball infringement in the build-up before late goals from Christian Bowden and Callum Keane finished off the tie as County advanced. Best for Kaleshin were John Fleming, Ian Brennan and John O'Shea. Carlow and District Football League Tully's Travel Division 1 Farrell's Brace Makes Him King of the Castle Article by Kean Madden The score, Castle Rangers 1, Bagnallstown AFC 2 In a game of limited opportunities, it was the away side who took the points. Castle had the first big chance on 20 minutes when Mick Kern broke through the Bagnallstown rearguard and he found himself one-on-one with the goalkeeper, only to be denied by a great save. Soon after, Bagnallstown had a chance when a long ball over the top from Nathan Holden found Trevor Nolan, who chipped over the goalkeeper, only for the ball to dribble past the post. Just before the break, a header across the box from Bagnallstown's Matty Kern found James Farrell, who took two attempts to beat the goalkeeper to make it 1-0 to the visitors at the break. Castle started the better of the teams after the break, which saw them create a few half-chances, but none seriously tested Dinny Byrne in the Bagnallstown goal. Dion Wall at centre-back took matters into his own hands for Bagnallstown, running all of 50 yards with the ball to cross to Farrell, who converted for his second. Castle were given a lifeline when Tommy Kerrigan found Peter Fagan to score from close range and set up a tense final few minutes. Bagnallstown gathered themselves again and managed to see out the last 10 minutes to claim the points. Best for town were David Miley, Owen Dowling and Dion Wall, while it was a fine team effort from Castle. Carlow and District Football League, White's Pharmacy, Division 2. Crucial Mannion saves help St Joseph's maintain four-point lead at top of Division 2. Article by John Burke. The score, New Oak Boys B, 2, St. Joseph's, 3. After an evenly contested opening 20 minutes, with good quality football on show, the home team struck first when Daniel Hayden scored a rocket from the edge of the box that flew into the back of the net. 
Things then got worse for the Saints when they lost Evan Maguire to injury midway through the half. The Saints played good football while trying to find a way back into the game and in the 35th minute, Tom Mitchell received the ball to feet, turned his defender on the edge of the box and was brought down, resulting in a penalty. Mitchell, eager to get on the score sheet, dusted himself off and settled himself before pinging the ball in off the post for one all. On the stroke of half-time, Saints striker Craig Bowden, after some silky footwork inside the New Oak box, was fouled and the Saints were awarded a second penalty. Again, Tom Mitchell stepped up and struck for an ice-cold finish into the bottom corner and the Saints found themselves leading 2-1. St. Joseph started well in the second half and were awarded a free kick approximately 30 yards out in the 60th minute which team captain Padraig Webb stood over and struck sweetly. Although a New Oak defender blocked the goal-bound strike, the ball fell into the patch of Tom Mitchell, who grabbed his third goal of the game to make it 3-1. New Oak did find a way back into the game after a strike deflected off a Saints defender and found its way into the net for 3-2. New Oak came forward looking for the equaliser. But the Saints, whom midfield general Kuba Brzezinski marshalled, defended excellently as a team. However, St. Joseph's defence was breached when a lofted cross found a New Oak player free at the back post. It was sure to be the equalising goal until Saints goalkeeper Ross Mannion threw himself across goal and punched the shot away. Mannion was to be called on again when a top corner bound strike was on its way in until his hand reached up and palmed it away. Best for New Oak were Lee Kane, Ger Brennan and Daniel Hayden. Best for St. Joseph's were Tom Mitchell, Ross Mannion and Kuba Brzezinski. Soccer scores. O'Neill's.com LFA Junior Cup 5th round. New Oak Boys 3, Dublin Airport 0, Kaleshin FC 0, Old County 4. Carlow and District Football League Nationalist Premier Division. St. Pat's Boys 1. Kilry Celtic 2 Cretillard United 3 Hanover Harps 1 Carlow and District Football League Tully's Travel Division 1 Castle Rangers 1 Bagnallstown AFC 2 Mill Celtic 2 St Patrick's Boys B 3 Kaleshin FC B 2 Vale Wanderers 6 Cretillard United B 2 Ardatton Athletic FC 1 Carlow and District Football League White's Pharmacy Division 2 New Oak Boys B2, St. Joseph's 3, Fort Barrington FC 0, Burren Celtic 5, Nurney Villa 3, Slaney Rovers 0, Hanover Harps B1, Balting Glass Town 6, Carlow and District Football League, the Coffee Lady Women's League, Vale Wanderers 5, Kilry Celtic 0, Mill Celtic 9, Dean Celtic 2.